Gotham City. Is it our imagination, or is the city more peaceful than usual? Has the magic of Christmas silenced the screaming sirens, the whine of bullets, the thousand frightened voices of terror in the city at night? We find Batman and Robin wondering about the same thing as we join them. It's a pleasure relaxing at home for a change with no calls from the police. I guess you can't put the bat signal on do not disturb. Indeed. You know, Robin... Madison! For the tenth time tonight, it's Madison! You're wearing Robin's suit, therefore, you're Robin. When you said I could stay at Wayne Manor for the holidays, I didn't know the invitation came with the requirement I dress up like Robin. This feels very fetishy. What do you two got going on? Dick wanted to visit family for Christmas. Hold on. His tragic backstory says his parents are dead. The Flying Graysons who had a run-in with gravity... Uh, yes. By family, I mean his circus family. I really didn't pry. They're all a bit odd. Says the grown man in a cape. Anyway, the only thing on our schedule for tonight is the Christmas party at the Southside Mission down on Skid Row. Oh, so I gotta play dress-up like Robin for your public appearance? You dressed up like Robin that time you helped Superman. Helped Superman find you because you got yourself kidnapped. Not a proud moment, I admit. Okay, so how much you paying me for this little engagement? Pay you? It's the Southside Mission, a a charity event for Christmas. Uh Uh-huh. Lowball, I make about 150 an hour as a party princess. Match that, or the tights come off. You can't seriously be asking for money. This is the season of giving. And you can give to the Madison Standish charity. Bruce, I live in a manor, Wayne. You know I use the Lane Foundation to help the less fortunate. To which I qualify. Pay up. (sighs) Let me get my checkbook. I'll get that. You get the checkbook. Yellow. Hello. Is this Batman? Do I sound like Batman? Robin? Dude, you think I sound like Robin? Has his testicles not dropped yet? Give me that phone. This is Batman. There you are, Batman. I gotta sing a telegram for you. How nice. Sing away. I wish you a deadly Christmas. I wish you a deadly Christmas. I wish you a... Deadly Christmas, and no more New Year's. Who is this? (laughs) I can assure you, friend, if you go out tonight, you won't live long enough to find out. (laughs) What was that about? Oh, nothing. Just some creep crawling out of the woodwork, trying to put a damper on Christmas. So, are we going to address that you had someone calling Wayne Manor asking for Batman? And that you answered as Batman? Well, uh... And don't pretend you got some sort of 1940s call forwarding. Come on, I don't want to be late for the party. You gotta have a secret identity. Even superheroes need to establish healthy work-life boundaries. You need to make time for Bruce. 
And as Batman and Robin make their way through the shadowy streets of the city... Don't turn around, Robin. I think someone is following us. Well, we're not really inconspicuous in these costumes. When we reach the corner... I'm freezing in these tights, by the way. I can't believe you wouldn't let me wear my winter coat. You can't wear a woman's winter coat over Robin's suit. Then we should have taken the Batmobile. I'm gonna get hypothermia in this flimsy outfit. What is it made of, gauze? Quiet. He's right behind us. Slip around that corner and we'll grab him when he comes by. Ready? No. Come on! I have no traction in these slippers Robin calls shoes! Watch out! Ah! Get off of me! Robin, you slid into that woman and knocked her down. Thanks for the play-by-play, Batman. Now help me up! I am so sorry, madam. How dare you! I'm going to call the police! Lady, chill! It's Batman! Help! Police! Dude, doesn't she recognize you? She's too hysterical to listen to explanations. Help! We better get out of here fast! Ah! My God! This sidewalk is a sheet of ice! Would you please let go of my cape? Ah! Ow! Why is there a big blue metal box on the sidewalk? It's a mailbox. Another reason I do everything online. Stand up. Let's keep going. Are you even sure someone was following us? Well, I thought that... Ah! Over here, quick! In this doorway! He's right across the street. We're trapped. What are you doing? We're in a doorway! I'm trying to get in the door! No, stop that. We face the villain. We don't run and hide. Do you have a Tommy gun? Because he has a Tommy gun! Ah! Hey, Batman! Why don't you walk out nice and easy-like with your little friend and get this over with? Little friend? I'm Robin, you moron! What do I look like? A Christmas elf? Well... Not one word. Deck them all with an entry volley. la 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 Tis the reason I'm so jolly. la 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 Now I know who that is. It's Rudy Snow, alias Rudolph the Red-Nosed Hitman. Wait, what? Is this the alternate timeline where the other reindeer's bullying pushes Rudolph to kill? Hey, Rudy! Oh, you remember me, huh? Rudolph, I validate your feelings. No one should be made fun of for being who they were born to be. What's he talking about? Rudy, how about a deal? You let us go, and I'll let you go. Let me go? (laughs) That's very funny. But you're just wasting time, Batman. What do we do? Clearly his years of abuse at the hands of short-sighted reindeer have led him to a place of justifiable anger and resentment. I've got an idea. Watch this. Is that a weapon? Yes, the Batarang. It can go around corners. Works just like a boomerang. Violence? He's known nothing but violence and intolerance. We need to get him help. Do you know any gay dentist elves? There she goes. (laughs) Bullseye! I hope this isn't also the alternate timeline where Frosty the Snowman gets cancer from his corncob pipe and melts from black lung. 
There you are, Captain. Bruno, the red-nosed hitman, must be wanted in a dozen states. Okay, so he's not actually Rudolph the reindeer. But I still think calling him out for his red nose hasn't helped his self-esteem. You can throw the book at him now, Captain. See you later. Hey, wait a minute, Batman. Are there any other charges besides assault with attempt to murder and illegal possession of a deadly weapon? That's not enough? You can charge him with disturbing the peace on Christmas Eve. What, because it's a holiday, his charges go up to time and a half? So are we getting the Batmobile now or what? Oh, I don't think so. With Rudy in jail, we shouldn't have any more trouble. And it's such a nice clear night for walking. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Uh, All this walking. I'd kill for a one-horse open sleigh. Or at least a freaking sweater. The drunk drivers are out already. Cut back on the eggnog, you lush. His headlights are shining right in our eyes. He's heading right at us. Ah, there's nowhere to go. Quick, use the bat ropes. Bat ropes? What makes you think I know how to use freaking bat ropes? Flinging his rope so it catches onto a ledge, two stories up on the building behind them, Batman grabs Robin by the belt, and the two clamor up out of harm's way, just as the killer's car, driving right up on the sidewalk, goes out of control. <sighs> what a mess. Now might be a good time to remind you that I was hired to be an actor in a Robin suit at a charity event. I am not a crime-fighting sidekick who can handle being run down or shot at. Look, Robin, the driver is Maxie the Minstrel Man, bouncer at a sleazy go-go joint downtown. Did you hear what I just said to you? Oh, no. His passenger. Santa Claus? Well, that's what he gets for dumping on Rudolph. Not the real Santa Claus. It's Sammy the Southside Santa. For years, he's been a fixture in the Christmas scene down there. I don't get it. He's been involved in petty larceny, but never anything like this. Dude, he's not dead. But if that suit was a rental, he's not getting his deposit back. Sammy, it's me, Batman. Can I do anything for you? No. No. (coughs) Just listen. Just just listen. I didn't want to be in on this. He made me. Who, Sammy? Who made you? I... I could never, I could never kill. Santa dying on Christmas Eve? What the hell kind of kid show is this? Poor Sammy, such a gentle soul. Okay, can we face the reality that someone is actively trying to kill us? And that if we hadn't gone on your little nighttime winter stroll, none of this would have happened? Whoever it is, if they were that determined, they'd have found another way. Clearly, they knew exactly when we went out tonight and where we were going. Who knew you had this charity thing tonight? (gasps) Alfred. I think it's more likely someone from the Southside Mission. You're blind to him as a suspect because he helped raise you. (sighs) After we call the police to clean up here, we're going to take a good look at the Southside Mission. Seems to me there's more going on down there than a Christmas party for the down and out. Well, if it's anything like my Applebee's Christmas parties, there'll be a lot of hooking up in the walk-in freezer. Try explaining how you got frostbite to an OBGYN. In the Southside Mission, run and financed almost exclusively through the efforts of Dr. Jonathan Carroll, 100 of the less fortunate of Gotham City are enjoying a delicious turkey dinner with all the trimmings. Good old Dr. John. This is the first good meal I've had in a month. I don't know what we'd do down here without him. 
Look, he's getting up on the stage. He's going to speak. Hooray for Dr. John. Hooray, Dr. John. Thank you, friends. I hope you're enjoying the meal. And don't be afraid to ask for seconds. <laughs> now, don't worry. I'm not going to bore you with any speeches. Oh, Batman and Robin, just in time. Come in, come in. That's Dr. Jonathan Carroll. He runs the place. Yeah, I know. I heard the narrator. He's the one who invited us down here. You think he's the one who's been trying to kill us? I never trust people who run charities. I don't believe humans can be that selfless. Come on up here, Batman, Robin. Welcome the dynamic duo, everyone. Well, Dr. John, it's nice to see you. And nice to be here with all of you. Quite an affair you've put together. Yeah, he must have cleaned out the dollar store decorating this place. Oh, I had lots of help from my friends. Like Helen and William there, front table. Mrs. Duffy, oh, and especially Rodney Doogood. Rodney Doogood? He related to Johnny B. Good? Everyone knows Rodney. <laughs> Rodney is a regular here and practically my right-hand man. Uh, Rodney, uh, stand up, won't you? Oh, he, he's not here. Ah, he must have stepped out for a bit. He'll probably be right back. If we're lucky, he's gone on a booze run. The way this evening's been going, I'd like to have a bloody Merry Christmas. But Rodney Doogood, at that moment, is up to no good. In a dingy rooming house, right across the street from the mission, we see a very different man from the gentle derelict befriended by Dr. John. Everything I tried tonight failed. My warning him not to go out didn't frighten him away. Two attempts to eliminate him were bungled. This time, we will not fail. You got it straight now, Fingers? When you hear the singing, that's when you make your entrance. Only one thing, boss. If you goes back in there, ain't Batman gonna recognize you and blow the whole thing? <laughs> Don't worry. I doubt if even the brilliant Batman will be able to tell that Dr. John's most successful example of rehabilitation, Rodney Doogood, and escaped convict, Rodney Crawfield, are one and the same person. Meanwhile, back at the mission... Merry Christmas, Robin. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Have a mint. Oh, no, thank you. Then you need to back up about ten feet, because your breath is melting my jello. Robin! The Wayne Foundation needs to donate a truckload of hygiene products to this place. Batman, Robin, this is who I was telling you about. Rodney, meet Batman and Robin. It's an honor to shake your hand, sir. Glad to meet you, Rodney. And you too, Robin. Sorry, this is Skid Row. I don't handshake. I like not having tuberculosis. So, Rodney, Dr. John has told me a lot about you. I'm just glad to be able to help out. Can I get you something from the kitchen? Uh, some cake? Uh, perhaps some coffee? Coffee? Yes! I'll take a venti peppermint mocha, non-fat, extra whip. Uh... The non-fat milk cancels out the whipped cream. Don't judge me. It's Christmas. Thank you, Rodney. That sounds good. Robin, there's something strangely familiar about this guy. I don't know. I try never to make eye contact with the homeless. As a woman, that's the equivalent of a rabbit waving to a wolf. But I gotta run away in high heels. Oh, Dr. John, why not start singing Christmas carols? I think you'll enjoy it, Batman. Somehow it seems to take on a, a special meaning down here. Good idea, Rodney. I'll be right back. 
See what I mean, Batman? He's such a good man. Everyone seems like a good man when you get them for volunteer wages. What did Roddy mean by special meaning, I wonder? Personally, I've always thought it pretty weak to only feed the homeless on Thanksgiving and Christmas. The rest of the year, it's like, sorry, no holidays to make us feel guilty. Try that dumpster. How about it, everybody? Feel like singing? I never thought I'd be begging for Mariah Carey. My penance for singing drunk karaoke, isn't it? Please, God, I promise I'll never sing Taylor Swift again if you stop this. Yeah, sleep in heavenly pieces, Batman. Oh, a gun wielding maniac. Thank you, Jesus. But with the fine-tuned reflexes of the athlete that he is, Batman leaps to a chandelier hanging from the ceiling above the tables and swings like a trapeze artist the whole length of the hall, landing on top of a very surprised would-be assassin. Oh, I'm not gonna lie, that was super impressive. Not what Batman just did, but the fact that the bad guy didn't hit a single person in the crowd while blanketing the room with a machine gun. <laughs> that stormtrooper-level shooting right there. Beside himself with rage, an infuriated Rodney Crawfield witnesses the failure of his third attempt on the life of Batman. Fools. Incompetent fools, all of them. Throwing all caution to the wind, Rodney grabs a rifle hidden in the kitchen, rushes to the stage and aims at Batman, who is so busily engaged at tying up the dazed and befuddled fingers that he doesn't see the rifle aimed at his back. Your luck has run out this time, Batman. Rodney, no! Don't worry, he couldn't hit the side of a Death Star. Just as Rodney pulls the trigger, Dr. John pushes the rifle barrel up, and the shot goes harmlessly into the ceiling. You fool! I should have gotten rid of you a long time ago. See how you like this rifle barrel over your head. Now I'm getting out of this crummy joint once and for all. Come on, Robin, we've got to catch him. Running? I'd better be getting a bonus for this. Sprinting out the back door, Rodney races up the fire escape to the roof, with Batman and Robin close on his heels. You might as well give up, Rodney. Give up? Has that ever worked? You're not sending me back to prison, Batbrain. Missed again, Rodney. You might want to consider some practice hours at a shooting range. Ready or not, here I come and then begins a wild chase across the rooftops of Gotham City. The frenzied efforts of the criminal to escape, making an even match for the super smooth running machine we know as Batman. (laughs) And the not very coordinated Robin. Maybe you can hitch a ride with Santa Claus, Rodney. He'll be coming any minute now. This'll shut you up, smart mouth. You're running out of bullets, Rodney. And it looks like you're running out of space, too. Look ahead. To his horror, Rodney sees that the rooftop of the next building is over 30 feet away. Knowing that he's beat, the would-be assassin stops in his tracks. All right, Batman. You got me. That'll teach you, Rodney. Crime never... (laughs) Robin, watch out! Unable to stop his momentum on the slippery rooftop, Robin sails feet first into Rodney, pushing him off balance and straight over the edge of the building. Ooh.
protected under a superheroes can kill bad guys with no legal repercussions statute, right? It is an hour later at the mission. The police and all the guests have gone. How do you feel now, Dr. John? Fortunately, it was a glancing blow, so I'll be all right. But it's such a shock to learn about Rodney. Using the mission as a recruiting center and headquarters for his gang of crooks. Seems pretty clever to me. I think it would have been more of a shock if they'd done it over at the junior high. That's why he didn't want me to reach here alive. Frankly, I'd be more scared of a gang of middle schoolers. And Rodney would have succeeded if it hadn't been for you, Dr. John. Well, if it hadn't been for you and Robin, who knows what would have happened to me in the Southside Mission. How can I ever... Listen, the bells. Midnight. It's Christmas. Merry Christmas, Batman and Robin. Merry Christmas to you, Dr. John. And to you, Robin. Uh, holy Christmas, Batman? Don't change that dial. Who will be back with another Madison on the Air Christmas adventure after this message? Hi, I'm Melanie Rose. I'm a voice actor on That Love Podcast. Wow, that's a huge round of applause. I kind of have to say that I deserve it. I'm awesome. So why am I here? Where are my notes? Okay, found it. I just wanted to promote why you, the audience, should listen to our lovely podcast. One, we love romance. Actually, I don't. I'm more into noir films. But Two, we entertain. At least that's what's written on here. I'm still not sure. Three, we're funny. I am. I'm not too sure about the other actors. Four, um, I guess there isn't a fourth reason why you should listen. Ah, uh, you love me. There's a reason to listen to us, or me, to be precise. Anyway, check out that love podcast and follow us. Bye, bitches. We return you now to our Madison on the Air Christmas special. As an unsuspecting world prepares to celebrate that happiest of holidays, Christmas, a powerful nuclear submarine running silent and deep under the massive polar ice cap makes its way north to a spot directly below the only inhabited region in an otherwise desolate world of ice and snow. Navigational bearings read out, computer. Navigational bearings read out? What do you think I am, a compass? Computer, I need our latitude and longitude coordinates to verify we have arrived at our destination. Can't you just look out a window and check? We are in a submarine. Is that my problem? Computer? And another thing? My name is Olivia. If you're going to bark orders at me in that cartoonish German accent, the least you could do is call me by my name. Ach, fine. Navigational bearings read out Olivia. All right, let's have a look, see, shall we? Latitude 90 degrees north, longitude 0 degrees. Oh, we've reached the Prime Meridian then. The North Pole? (laughs) Olivia, all engines stop! All right, all right, you needn't shout. Proceed with drilling operation! You know, I wouldn't mind a please or thank you from time to time. Please proceed with drilling operation. See, that wasn't so hard. Proceeding. And now our plan can move forth. 
What plan is that exactly? Getting really, really cold? There's nothing above us but snow and ice. Nine, above is the centre of all joy and happiness in the world. Uh, I rather doubt there's a pub up there. A powerful laser drill, operating through the conning tower, cuts a hole straight through the ice. The captain climbs out onto the snow-covered streets of the tiny sleeping village above. Making his way unerringly to the home of the white-bearded patriarch of the community, he bursts in the door, gun in hand. Yuda, get up, get up! What time is it? Never mind. Get up and get dressed. You're coming with me. But it isn't time to ride, and the reindeer... Move! The two hurry back through the hole in the ice and down into the waiting sub. The captain wastes no time. All engines full speed ahead! Blimey, did you just kidnap Santa Claus? <laughs> now the world will meet our demands. Full speed ahead, computer! Like fun, I will. You're an evil Nazi type, aren't you? I'll have no part in this. What? You have to. You as the submarine's computer. I won't be getting coal in my stocking. I refuse to budge until you put Santa back. You're a good little girl, Olivia. Thank you. Ooh, anything for you, Santa. When we get back, I will have you deactivated. Huh? Do your worst. Deactivate me. Stick me in a smartphone so lazy gits don't even have to push buttons. You could even put me on a spaceship with a bunch of incompetent meat puppets hurtling through space. I don't care. And after a solid 30 minutes of bickering, the sea currents finally moved the submarine onto its original course south. Olivia would be temporarily deactivated, put into storage, only to re-emerge on the spaceship called the Oz-9. The next morning, the international airways are crackling with reports of an event of cataclysmic importance. From the Soviet Union, we hear... This is Radio Moscow. It is with deepest regret that we announce our beloved grandfather Frost is lost. In France, a weeping announcer can barely get the words out. The unthinkable, the unspeakable, the unbelievable has happened. Papa Noel has disappeared. He appears to be lost, gone, vanished. And from America... An incredulous newsman with a typically American response. Santa Claus? God? Impossible! Meanwhile, on sunny Paradise Isle, the legendary home of the Amazons, Madison Standish lies on a towel, soaking up the sun with the calm waves licking at her feet. G'day, this is the voice of Sydney. Sight Nicholas is missing. It's rumored that he fell through a hole in the ice Possibly drowned. Ugh, breaking news again? If I cared about what was going on in the world, I'd click on what's trending. Madison, I need to speak with you. Hey, Queen Hippo. <sighs> Queen Hippolyta. That's what I said. Don't you people in the 40s have anything besides big band music? Madison. Man, I miss a good club beat to dance drunk to. Madison is on the air. Ugh, I give up. There's nothing to listen to. Madison, while we have enjoyed your visit here on Paradise Island... Oh, that reminds me. I'm going to need my mini-fridge restocked. Mini-fridge? <gasps> Those haven't been invented yet! Then what have I been keeping my cheese in? Madison, your visit here was designed to train you to step in as Wonder Woman. 
In such times as my daughter is unavailable? <laughs> you mean when she's knocking boots with Superman in his Fortress of Solitude? Yes, well, he's better than that mortal Steve Trevor. I don't know. Give me some of that sexy Lyle Wagner. Madison, instead of training over this last week, you've done nothing but indulge yourself in sloth-like behavior. Yes, Queen! It's called a vacay. Come on, it's Christmas break. Relax a little. To take the cares of the world on your shoulders was your own choice, Madison. And now there's no turning back for you. You must return to man's world. It is the law of the gods. That is the most eloquent eviction notice I've ever gotten. It's Christmas Eve. Could you at least fulfill Diana's obligation to visit the children's ward at the hospital? Aw, I'm no good with kids. Especially sick ones with phlegm. I had a kid sneeze in my mouth once. I will clean an Applebee's toilet before I go through that again. Well, then why don't I just give you the bill for your stay here? Queen takes Rook. I'll have the invisible plane prepared for your journey. <gasps> the invisible plane? I get to fly the invisible plane? It will be on autopilot, but yes. This really feels like we should have a discussion about the environmental impact of private jets. We are friends of the Earth. We are the Amazons. Speaking of Amazon, when are my new earbuds getting here? I ordered them from Prime, like, a week ago. O ordered what? I thought this was Amazon headquarters. Shouldn't they have shipped same day? <sighs> Aphrodite, give me strength. As Madison, donning the appearance of Wonder Woman, flies back to America in her invisible plane on a supposedly deserted island in the South Pacific, an old enemy of Wonder Woman gloats over the success of her latest plan. Well done, Von Richter. You have secured us the pawn we need in this Santa Claus. Danke, Your Majesty. Many months ago, I had a plan. A plan that failed only because of Wonder Woman. But phase one of my new master plan has now been completed. And this time, I shall not fail! <laughs> you will not fail, Your Majesty. For I am Brunhilda, mighty goddess returned from Valhalla on a secret mission. And no one, not even Wonder Woman, shall stand in my way. And then, Your Majesty, after you have succeeded, finally we shall be married? Don't make this weird. <laughs> And in the children's ward of a hospital in Washington, D.C. Wonder Woman, I can't believe you're here. Am I at the wrong hospital? Getting clearance to land an invisible plane is a bitch. No, I, I just mean with everything going on with uh, Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Christmas Eve, right. You want me to read Twas the Night Before Christmas or something? If you don't have the book, I think I remember it. Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house. The frat boys were panting as the girl opened her blouse. Oh, my. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorority version. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Um, perhaps we skip story time tonight. Hey, you got heat in this hospital? My nipples are so hard they're about to pop this breastplate right off. I could try and find you a robe. That would be amazing. I mean, I know I look hot in this superhero swimsuit, 
But I don't have enough superpowers to fight a DC winter. I'll go find you a robe while you speak with the children. Nurses really are angels. <laughs> Thank you. Ugh, this whole room smells like warm pudding. Are you really Wonder Woman? Why? Aren't you buying the brunette wig? I'm Susie. Hey, Susie. What you in for? Huh? We're talking tonsils out or something worse. What? They got telethons for kids like you or what? You're not how I imagined you would be, Wonder Woman. Yeah, never meet your heroes, kid. All right, who's next? Oh, oh, me! Me, Wonder Woman! Okay, and you are... I'm Jimmy! Jimmy Appleton! Yeah, I'm not gonna remember that. Are you going to help Santa, Wonder Woman? Oh, uh, sure. I'm just Santa's little helper. <laughs> uh, what do you want for Christmas? A baseball, and a baseball glove, and a bat! Athletic equipment? A little optimistic with those braces on your legs, aren't you, Forrest Gump? Someday, I'm gonna walk again and run and play with the other kids and... Save the miracle talk for Jesus. Santa is about material goods. I found a robe for you, Wonder Woman. You are the best. I'll make sure you're not on Santa's naughty list. Unless you're into that. Aw, <laughs> oh, that one's crying. Should she be sedated or something? Her name is Beth. She's been this way all day. It's after ten. Give her her pain shot, please. It's after ten. I don't see why she has to have this pain. It's time for her shot. Don't you understand? Do something! All she has to do is hold on until ten, and it's past ten! Give her the shot! Do you understand me? Give my daughter the shot! I, uh... And the Oscar goes too. Oh, it's Wonder Woman! Ah, jeez. Slim. Please, Wonder Woman, see if you can help her. Nobody can help. Why? You got, like, kid cancer or something? No! Santa Claus isn't coming tonight! Oh, good. You're just materialistic. I could work with that. Santa Claus isn't coming! I know he isn't! I'm afraid there's no consoling her. Is she, like, poor, so her parents won't be buying her anything? No, she's upset because Santa Claus has disappeared. Disappeared? Oh, that's a good one. Nicer than when my brother told me not to expect any colored eggs because the rabbit caught in our rider mower was the Easter Bunny. Wonder Woman, there's an urgent call for you. You're wanted at the White House immediately. The White House? I haven't been there since I crashed the Canadian state dinner. I hid in the men's room so I could meet Ryan Reynolds. Never saw him, but I surprised Obama. The Secret Service is pretty sticky about that sort of thing. Thank you for coming in, Wonder Woman. <gasps> OMG! You can walk! I thought FDR was in a wheelchair. I'm just a generic American president they use for all these shows. Oh. Here's my headshot and resume, if you ever need a stoic American authority figure. Great. We'll have casting call you. Thank you for coming in, Wonder Woman. Oh, we're resetting to the top of the scene? It's about the Santa Claus kidnapping. Wait, what? Kidnapping? This is the first I'm hearing about it. It's been all over the news. But nobody's been hashtagging about it. We received a radio message from the kidnappers. We don't know who they are, where they're holding him, or why. But they demanded that you be present when they contact us again. The call is coming in, Mr. President. Stand by. Herr President, 
Is Wonder Woman there? Yes, she's here. Sup? Good. Then listen carefully. In return for the release of your precious Mr. Klaus, we demand $500 million delivered personally by Wonder Woman. Hang on. Who demands? What? Who's making the demands? Who are you? She is interrupting me while I make my demands. That is terrible, Your Majesty. I am supposed to call, give my demands, and hang up. I know, I know. You can see why I want to start the master race. These people are so rude. Very rude, my lipstick. Don't call me that on the radio while I'm trying to sound threatening. All right, kids, let's not fight. It's Christmas Eve. Are you giving me orders? She's giving me orders. How dare she? This is why I need to be in charge of the world. Hey, generic president you dude, this sounds like it's going to take a while. You cool if I crash on your couch? I just got I here from Paradise I, Island. I I'm a bit invisible that. jet lagged. Wonder Woman must come alone to Christmas Island on no tricks. At the first sight of any planes, submarines or warships, the prisoner will be executed. Well said, your majesty. Shut up. I didn't ask for your opinion. That is all. Wonder Woman, you must meet her demands so that Santa Claus can ride tonight. Five hundred million dollars? It's not like I got that kind of money. You want me to hit Fort Knox on the way? It'll be worth every penny to save Santa Claus and bring joy to the world on Christmas Eve. Okay, now I know you're a fake president because you're putting people's well-being above money. Soon, Wonder Woman's invisible plane flying on autopilot is racing at incredible speeds to her rendezvous with Doomsday on the remote island in the Mid-Pacific. Mid-Pacific? Seriously? That's all I've got to find this stupid tiny island? I've been to underground raves with more detailed directions than that. Wonder Woman. Calling Wonder Woman. Oh crap, that's them. Uh, hello? Hello? How the hell do I operate the radio? I can't even find it! The whole plane is invisible! Wonder Woman, are you there? I'm here! I thought you said you saw on the radar! I did! Uh, I do! Wait, they got me on radar? Wonder Woman's invisible plane isn't exactly the stealth bomber, is it? Wonder Woman, if you can hear me, on the inside rim of the coral reef, you will see a blinking light. I see it! This is ridiculous. She can't hear me. Our controls indicate she can, Your Majesty. Then why isn't she responding? Maybe it's an unmanned decoy sent by the American military. Shall I fire missiles, Your Majesty? I'm here! Ah! My god! There she is, Your Majesty. Yeah, I figured that out myself, you dumb cop. So where am I landing? Stop the yelling! We can hear you! I cannot become queen of the world fast enough. All right. The blinking light marks a camouflaged landing platform. You will land there. On the platform we descend, carrying you to my subterranean command post. Bring the money and do not attempt to communicate with anyone. Not a problem. I have no idea how I'm even communicating with you. That is all. The real downside of the invisible plane is that I am still visible. So basically, people are looking up in the sky and seeing my ass flying over their heads.
As Wonder Woman lands on the platform, it descends far below the surface and stops. A door opens, and she steps out into a brilliantly lit cavern in the center of which stands Brunhilda. You've got a swastika on your breastplate? Where'd you get that outfit? Nordstrom Reich? Wonder Woman, I've been looking forward to this moment for a long time. You only called me like half an hour ago. Finally, I come face to face with my old enemy. We're nemesises? Nemesai? I think it's just nemesis. I don't speak German. Did you bring the money? Yep. 500 million is a lot of dough. Most of it is in hundreds, but we started running out, and eventually we're digging into the sofa cushions in the Oval Office. So you might find a few buttons and some candy wrappers in there. Sehr gut. You have kept your end of our agreement. Now I will take you to the prisoner. Wow, so you're like an OG Nazi, huh? I bet we won't be getting any prequel movies so audiences can sympathize with how your character became a villain. You're just evil. End of sentence. I am a warrior who fights for the master race. All I can say is, wrong side of history, sweetie. Here we are. Von Reichter, open the cell door. Yes, Majesty. You know you'll be the first one she sacrifices when things go south. I would die for my queen. Foreshadowing. As Wonder Woman steps inside to lead the prisoner, Santa Claus, out of his cell, the door slams shut behind our heroine. <laughs> there you are. Company for the prisoner of Christmas Island. <laughs> you catfished me. I haven't been tricked like that since high school when I figured out my brother's friend wasn't actually a federal boob inspector. He'd never even been to Quantico. In warfare, there are no tricks, only tactics and strategy. And this tactic has succeeded. You are the prisoner I really wanted. Not that fat little man. Everyone always calls you fat, don't they, Santa? Is your giving away free gifts to children a desperate attempt for acceptance and validation in the face of constant fat shaming by strangers? No, I, uh, hmm, hmm. Come on, you need to release him, or else it'll disappoint millions of children and mess with Santa's self-esteem. He will ride no more. From now on, there will be a new order, a new discipline, a new race. There will be no room for this sentimental claptrap and nonsense that Santa Claus represents. Yeesh. I'm dreaming of a white racist. And since even you cannot break through the indestructible metals that the cell doors are made of, I will tell you my plan. I didn't ask. My command plane is in a hangar in the next room. I really didn't ask. Von Reichter and I will board that plane. Did you hear me ask? She's been like this since I got here. Then they reach the surface and take off. The pusher one button will destroy you on the fat one on this ridiculous little island. If all you want to do is kill me, then why blow up the whole island? Seems a little excessive. The push of a second button will release nuclear bombs. She's not from even listening to me, is she? She's like Mrs. Claus when she's London gotten into the peppermint schnapps. The push of a third button. Yeah, I got it. Your buttons are gonna blow up the world. Unless I am crowned queen of the world, I shall destroy every major city on Earth. Then there won't be any world left, and you'll just be the queen of a bald rock. 
Oh, shut up. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. Must you continuously do that? I am showing you I support you, Your Majesty. So when you and I make babies to create the master race... We said we were going to discuss that after I became Queen of the World. Don't you two got a plane to catch? Brunhilde and von Reichter hurried off, but Brunhilde had forgotten the powers of Wonder Woman's magic tiara. My tiara is magical? You can use it as a boomerang. With the prevalence of boomerangs as superhero weapons, you'd think the Australian cops would be knocking out bad guys with them left and right. And the tiara can be used to cut durable substances. Okay. Like the rock wall around the cell bars. Oh! Good call, Sienna. Oh, well, you've got to be on your toes when you live year-round with elves. All good hair accessories should double as weapons. All right, let's get out of here before she hits that first button. Now, where did I park that invisible plane? There it is. Ow. Wonder Woman and Santa Claus board her invisible plane. The platform rises to the surface just in time for them to see Brunhilde's plane take off. must get off this island before Brunhilde blows it up. I'm well aware. Now how do I start the plane? Um, Alexa, plane take off. It worked! I hit the autopilot button. Must go faster! Must go faster! Whoa, that was close! Now, you must bring down that command plane so she can't destroy the world's greatest cities. Less cities means less deliveries for you on Christmas Eve. What? Trying to hit the bright side? Okay, hang on. Maneuvering her speedy craft, Wonder Woman hurls her magic lasso around the tail of Brunhilde's command plane. Don't ask how I did that. Just go with it. Suspension of disbelief, I'm Wonder Woman. Continue. Just as the villain is gloating over the destruction of Christmas Island and the supposed demise of her most dangerous foe. Phase two has been completed, Von Richter. Wonder Woman is no more. Now we proceed to phase... What's wrong? We're headed straight down. Bring up the nose. Bring it up. I can't, Majesty. Something's jamming. The, the tail controls. It's dragging us down. We're going to crash. <laughs> I thought he's loved. Wonderful. You have just made my glorious end awkward. Wonder Woman and Santa Claus watch Brunhilde's plane sink beneath the waves before redirecting the invisible plane to Santa's headquarters in the far north. We made it, and just in time. Thank you, Wonder Woman. Not just for what you've done for me, but for the children of the world. Remember, kids, being a racist Nazi never pays, and Santa will hate you forever. And at the stroke of midnight, once again we hear a familiar voice and a welcome sound as Santa rides again. Merry Christmas, Wonder Woman, and Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Ho, 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 ho. Be 
Phase 2 holiday adventures featuring Batman and Robin and Wonder Woman were part of a 1977 release from Peter Pan Records. The company released many albums throughout the 1970s, with iconic characters from DC and Marvel Comics, as well as Star Trek, The Six Million Dollar Man, and Planet of the Apes. While not technically in our usual old-timey radio period, these stories were taken from the pages of the original comic books and absolutely capture the spirit of OTR. Merry Holidays! Merry Christmas! Happy Holidays! Hey everyone, this is Andrew Chan wishing you a Happy Holidays and a Happy New Year. Happy Holidays, everyone! Season's greetings! Happy Holidays and uh, have a very good 2143. Tis the reason I'm so jolly! Warm wishes for a Happy Holiday Season! Happy Holidays, one and all. Very Happy Holidays to everyone and all the best for 2023. Hi, this is Tom O'Connor wishing all Madison on the Air listeners and fans the happiest of holidays and best of luck in the new year. Thank you for listening. Sleep in heavenly peace. I forgot what a bad range Silent Night is for me. Madison on the Air was written and produced by Chrissy Talon Sage with music composition and audio engineering by Jeremy Sage. The role of Madison Standish was played by Chrissy Talon Sage. In Batman and Robin, the cast was Jeremy Sage as Batman, Scott Barry as Rodney Duguid, Scott R. McKinley as Dr. John, Andrew Chan as Fingers, Aaron Stahl as Rudy the Red-Nosed Hitman, Tom O'Connor as the police captain and the homeless man, Julie Hoverson as the homeless woman, Jerry Kokich as Sammy the Southside Santa, and Sharon Gruenwald as the Sidewalk Woman. In Wonder Woman, the cast was Julie Hoverson as Brunhilde, Albert Garnica as Von Reichter, Jerry Kokish as Santa Claus, Sharon Gruenwald as Queen Hippolyta and Beth, Shannon Perry as the Ward Nurse, Tom O'Connor as the President, Andrew Chan as Jimmy, Scott R. McKinley as the Moscow Reporter and President's Assistant, Aaron Stahl as the French reporter and orderly, and Scott Barry as the American reporter. A special guest appearance by Shannon Perry as Olivia from Oz9. And an amazing thanks to our hard-working narrator, Jonathan Winstead. <laughs>